0: Hello, and welcome to the second episode of the BX Basketball Podcast. I'm Nick Englitter, here with... Christian Okai. And uh, the last episode, you know, we did uh, surprisingly well, like, I won't lie. I, I did a lot better than I thought I was going to for our first go-around. So. It was fun, yeah. yeah. I mean, talking about the NBA is just fun. So. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so let's get into it. Um, Couple topics today we're going to have. We're going to talk about the Knicks coaching search since we go to school in New York. He's a Knicks fan. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Yes. Uh, Celtics Bucks game seven, which is going to happen tomorrow night. We're at eight. I'm going to have a lot to say in this series. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, uh, and we'll be touching on some other stuff. Kawhi Leonard, you know, in that whole situation, which is one of the weirdest situations yeah. I think I've ever seen. It. it I don't think I've ever. I really. Un- no, honestly, yeah, yeah, no doubt. You're right about that. Yeah. Jesus Christ. But let's open up with the Knicks, and I was gonna do this for like my one wild thing of the week. Like Jody Meeks was last week. <laughs> like the def- the Knicks, the Knicks are the definition of insanity. Because when you when you when you interview Mike Woodson, it's again <laughs> after you fire him, they fired the guy. He had one good season. They fired him. He had some of the dumbest like, defensive strategies I've ever seen, and now they're interviewing him again. What fucking sense does that make? <laughs> the definition of insanity is doing something once and doing it again and expecting a different result, and that's what the Knicks are doing. That's been
1: well, the Knicks' problem for the last 20 years. I mean, it's the same thing over and over. They'll go after players who are out of their prime. They think we'll give you a second chance and overpay you mm-hmm. instead of building a team around draft picks and good players like Boston. But I think the reason they interviewed Mike is because he was the last coach that did well in New York. I mean, that doesn't matter. <laughs> the, I mean, I mean that—that's the thing. They, 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 they remember the fifty-win team, and they remember when he became the interim coach. They went well, like eighteen and six before they went to the playoffs and got destroyed they, by Miami. They, yeah, that was. But, but you know, remembering Mike Woodson, I was defensively. You were absolutely right on the money. Those I hate. I hate teams that switch pick-and-roll defense, like when they switch and they put the big on the small. I think that's the laziest well, defense. Well, no, I,
0: I think the Celtics do that. And I think, you know, like, I think it depends on like, what type of team you have. It, like, but the, yeah. thing is, the thing is, they did it every possession. Some so, some... The, so, the Bucks, Celtics do that too. But here's the thing, here's, here's, the, here's the problem. Look at the Knicks defensive personnel. That's what I like to say. Especially pick-and-roll defense is what I big issue biggest issue with. Because, especially when they start to trap pick-and-rolls, mm-hmm. teams that do that nowadays are archaic. It doesn't work. You because yeah. what happens is like you have a guy, you hit the big man, and it's a four on three. They're going to score ninety percent of the time. Like it's it's that's why it's insane. Like unless the guard is so much better than whoever else around him, like yeah. the Celtics had Kyrie Irving when he was healthy this year, and four young three young guys in out or two young guys in Al Horford and Aaron Baines, who was basically not an offensive threat at all. Yeah. And sometimes Marcus Morris, who I'm gonna get to him. Oh, <laughs> so, <no. I'm> <laughs> but, but but um, I think I think the Knicks. I mean, they. just, Mike Woodson was. Oh, he was such a bad coach. Also, <laughs> also,
1: <laughs> you know, also. He let Jr. just do whatever the hell he wanted, which is bad. I mean, which is that yeah, like and also, get... God, his he loved
0: isolation. That was the thing yeah, I remember.
1: The they had no ball movement. I don't know how. They, oh, we know how. They the, listen, the, game, the
0: Knicks in twenty thirteen when they played the Celtics and yeah. beat us in six games. Yeah, the game six comeback. A lot of people remember that as like the Big Three's last stand in Boston. Mm-hmm. I mean, we obviously came up yeah. short, but I can't say this enough that if they had a coach, the Knicks would have won that game by thirty plus. I mean, they were the Knicks had just. a stacked team that year, up did and did down. Yeah, did yeah they and I don't think Mike Woodson was the reason they were good. I just think the fact that they played so well together is why they were good. Tyson Chandler, I think, changed that team completely. Like I think he was just phenomenal for oh. that team. Yeah, and, and, and Jason Kidd helped help the Leadership, and yeah.
1: I remember when uh, when Sheed was played those five or six games. They were so good, Fuck but then she. once a, a <laughs> he was a terrible Celtic. <laughs> No, but no but Rasheed,
0: Rasheed Wallace, I only remember him for, in Game 7 of 2010, giving up, like, 50 offensive rebounds to Andrew Bynum, and that was the refs were terrible, but that was honestly the biggest reason we lost. It's because the, the Lakers and Kobe shot, like, Thirty percent of that game, if I remember it was
1: nine of twenty-six or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he I was, was awful.
0: Dead. Yeah, it was awful, and the reason we lost is because Sheet sucks ass, and, and then decided He's to check it out of to... his prime too. But you know, yeah.
1: uh, like Sheet's presence was just like important to them. But absolutely, yeah. but you were once once he got hurt and he just retired, it was like eh, yeah, yeah Kurt Thomas whatever. too. He was the same Kurt, kind of player. He the veteran leadership there. That's why the team was good. The veteran leadership, but yeah. but yeah, Mike Woodson. I don't. I think they just interviewed him to interview him. I, I hope so. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I was kind of surprised when they interviewed Kenny.
0: Kenny I, Smith. Yeah, yeah that no, was again no. no coaching experience. Well, I mean, he's, he's easier do work. Work. I don't think he's stupid. In fact, uh, I think he's I, smart. I, On I think yeah, inside the NBA, all the track, best. Yeah. No, you think it's you think it's bad. Well, Char Okay, Shaq and. I mean, it, first it used to be funny when all they did was make fun of Charles Barkley. That's when it was great. I think it's still hilarious. I love their. I mean, here's the <laughs> thing: the thing is, it's just unbearable when you have to listen to the same shit every single time. When you just here, because Charles Barkley, and I'm saying this as a Celtics fan, could not hate the Celtics more for some reason. I don't know why. He's like every single time he talks about them, mm-hmm, us, mm-hmm. specific teams, us, um, Houston Rockets. I think like a couple other teams. Only hates like that's all he does. He's not <laughs> reject, like and yeah. I mean, well, about, he, he has a beef with
1: Houston because how uh, you know how it ended, you know how yeah. True, yeah, yeah, and also he's a Philly
0: guy too. Remember, he that's the 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 thing, Philly. Yeah. So he
1: hates. It. He says the shit about the Knicks too. He says yeah. they're terrible all the
0: time. Yeah. <laughs> I was I'm a dumbass when he said that on air. Oh, top my God. Five, top oh five my TV god! <laughs> ever. I, I could not stop laughing when I saw it. But, yeah, but I Kenny, think Kenny. Yeah. yeah, I think Kenny Smith is, he, he He could be a coach one day. I'm mm-hmm. kind of surprised that he hasn't tried before. Yeah. That, from what I know. But, like, the interesting, they interviewed Celtics assistant Jay Laranaga. Actually, mm-hmm. I don't know if you heard about this yeah, the other day. Yeah. Jay is kind of interesting because he coached the D-League for a while and was actually really good yeah. at it. Like, apparently a lot of people said, like, he was, Player development wise, he's a big reason Jalen Brown improved a lot. Yeah, so, yeah. oh, really? So, yeah, wow. so the problem with him is I watch him, he's always got these eyes, he's got like the Spolster eyes bugged mm-hmm. out, and he's always clapping. He's always yeah. clapping. <laughs> he, he's like, I struggle with like, he, He's like a yes man type. Like, oh, I'm not, okay. like, don't, I could, he strikes me as a great assistant. Don't get mm-hmm. me wrong, but like, I'm not sure he could coach a team, especially in a high pressure situation like New York.
1: I think. You know what? Everybody's saying Mark Jackson. I I no. No. You know. No. For me, for me uh, I don't really know who I'd want. I just kind of want a coach who, who would be willing to develop the young players and, and is patient. And let, the thing I think Knicks fans, we get a bad rep for being impatient, but we've sucked so much that like we just want we'll suck for two more years. Yeah. Just get good players and develop. I don't know if KP is the superstar franchise player because he's tore ACL, way, yeah, but he now could he be the could number be out, two or he could number be out three? next year. Which, which is, just... is, honestly, no, I'm happy about that because we'll get a top five <laughs> Yeah, hopefully. That's no, what it's I want. The next I want top they'll five find, five they'll find a way to screw it up. <laughs> I mean, yeah, possibly, but... But I mean, like, you know, the thing about Mark Jackson is... Because people say he was the one who who made the Warriors the Warriors. No, he didn't. I mean, I'm, he, I don't
0: buy that, no. I mean, here's it, like, it,
1: it was a little bit of luck, and it was also his... He, he fell into luck and also he just kind of picked the right guys in the draft because yeah. Steph was Steph the ankle injuries. If Steph was Steph early in his career, he would have signed a big contract and they yeah. wouldn't have been able to afford uh, one of the Andre the most underrated and
0: storylines people forget is in 2012 or 11. It was one of those mm-hmm. two. The Celtics tried to trick Ronda for Steph Curry. And they came really close. And I remember, like Danny- also
1: Kevin Love too. Remember, they wanted yeah. to get Kevin Love. They were going to trade Clay Thompson. Well, so. that's the
0: thing though, when they held off for Clay, wasn't it, that was Mark Jackson, if I remember correctly, that or said, was it Steve Kerr? I, I, think, it I Jackson, think it was before. It yeah, was I think before. it was Jackson. So, and I think Jackson said, "Do not trade Clay Thompson." Yeah, yeah. And they didn't. So I'll give him credit for yeah. that.
1: Now, the one thing I will say about Mark Jackson is that uh, when they signed Iggy, they started Iggy over Harrison Barnes, and that kind of messed up Harrison Barnes. I don't want to say yeah. development, but but Harrison was just kind of like that good small forward, and Iggy was much better coming off the bench. Yeah. So that was the only thing. Now, again, I don't really. I mean, people are saying Dave Fitzdale. People really want Mark Jackson. I just want a coach who is
0: patient, who will draft well, and who will develop the young talent. I because will, there's
1: some young players on the team. I will team. say this
0: to Jay Laronega's point, who I've addressed before. Mm-hmm. If they want to hire a guy with a proven track record of development, yes. Jay yes. Laronega will be a. Phenomenal hire because Mm -hmm. Jalen Brown has made an unbelievable leap this year, and more than normal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Like, but my pro—that's my problem with him. Like I said before, like I watch him and think, is this guy really tough enough to be a head coach? Like, don't get me wrong. He has had success. Mm -hmm. He's been on one of the best coaching staffs in the league now for, I think, since Brad got here. Since since Brad Stevens got to Boston. Yes. yes. So, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, but here's my problem. Like, like I said. Is he cut off with the job now? People also said David Blatt, and that's the, another one I wanted to talk about. And I think David Blatt is a much better coach than people give him credit for. Well, I mean, look, he kind of got the wrong
1: end here with LeBron. LeBron yeah. hated him from the beginning, so there it wasn't going to work out. Yeah. And remember, they fired him when they were thirty-four and eleven. I mean, yeah. that's crazy. That is crazy. Now, the one thing I'll say about David Blatt is. You know, again he didn't really get a fair share. I don't really know what his style of coaching was because it was LeBron's show. he, yeah. he
0: whatever he could have if you he could have get, been a great coach yeah. and LeBron just cough blocked. From him what completely. I could tell from Europe, from mm-hmm. what he had coached in Europe, it he he reminds me it's kinda of, he kind of reminds me a bit of Jerry Sloan and how his oh, okay. eyes and how his okay. offense yeah. like worked. I mean, they were there's a lot of motion. Yes, like yes. yeah, like I would which, say, which is a rarity in the NBA because it's yeah. all about isolation. Yeah, and, one, which uh, me off. and Jerry Sloan was known for the Stockton Mullen pick yeah. and roll. I think that oh. he was heavy on the pick and roll, mm-hmm. which is which is good. important. Yes. Yeah, he's good.
1: The thing is, you need a point guard. You need a point guard and a and a and a big who so can run that though. Yeah. I don't know if KP would. I mean, he He's a pick, pick and, and
0: pop roll. guy to me. Yeah. Well I mean, he he, can, he, if he could get the
1: pick and roll game. Here's the
0: thing about Porzingis, and I heard people were talking about it the other day how he'd be involved in a Kawhi trade scenario. First off, I don't think mm-hmm. that's a good the idea. Spurs I could, are not going to trade. I don't think they're going to want Porzingis. Oh well, well yeah. I think if, here's the thing: if the Knicks are able to get him, which is mm-hmm. unlikely considering who they're bidding against, um, I would say that I, I think Tim Hardaway Jr. is going to be there for the contract salary. Yeah. But I think they're. Probably gonna have to give up Tilakina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I think I know people think he's
1: overrated, but defensively I like him, and you know he what? He did
0: a great job on Kyrie Irving, from what I've seen. People, yeah,
1: people, people have been saying he's trash, but hey, the kid's nineteen. Like, give him, like, yeah. give him some time to grow. To me, I'll say, to me, kind of reminds me of like a very poor man's Jason Kidd defensively, at least. Like, he, yeah, very good defensively, and yeah, his passes, some of his bounce passes, and a couple of his passes are pretty good. I think he yeah. just needs to develop an aggression. He like needs a jumper, too. Yes, yes. But i he could be... I don't want to say... I'll say he could be a low-tier franchise point guard. Not like a, a John Wall or a he, Kyrie Irving, but he could he, be like a Kemba walker
0: You know, a lot of people don't give him enough credit. Like he was better than... Markel Fultz ever was this year. Remember, are you kidding? Yes? Yeah, Markel guarded James Harden well. Yeah, like yeah. he's not afraid to Kyrie, step up. Like I said, the time the Knicks beat the Celtics this year, yeah, he 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 locked down he, Kyrie. Kyrie. He did a great job on Kyrie, right. yeah, better yeah. than any. Yeah. yeah, I was I was shocked because Kyrie, I mean you watch Kyrie. Kyrie can score on anyone. Kyrie yes. can score, or get by anyone. Yes. And I mean he he did get scored on sometimes. Mm-hmm. Don't get of me wrong. Course. But, yeah, but it was, but player. like but like there were shots he made over him. Like it wasn't like shots he made. You know, like, like he got around him, got a layup. Like, yeah. no, he made it over him, yeah. it's just
1: good defense. Yeah. And that's the thing about the Knicks is, I don't want to hear all this nonsense about we're going to get Kawhi, we're going to get Paul George. No, don't they trade for still. any big players, please. Just draft and develop your goddamn young players for once. I know that, like, I know, and again, from what I've heard from Scott Perry and Steve Mills, they sound like they have... They know what they're doing. I
0: don't like Steve Mills. You really don't. I like don't Steve trust Mills? Steve. Mi- I trust S- Scott, Scott Perry. Scott Perry is good. Yeah, Scott I Perry's think Scott good. Perry is. I don't really know what he is yet. You can't really tell. Now but, he was the, he was the GM for the
1: Supersonics, right, and for the Pistons. He was the assistant GM for the Pistons when they yeah, won. Yeah, and
0: he 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 didn't do a great job, honestly, at the beginning of his career. But then again, neither did Danny Ainge. Danny Ainge. People yeah. got his one of his first big moves when mm-hmm. Antoine Walker, who. I have a jersey of over there, <laughs> left, left, left the Celtics and yeah. free agency. Mm-hmm. Danny Ainge would be... Oh, no. Yeah, he left. Mm-hmm. And Danny Ainge traded back for, for him mm-hmm. for, like, no reason. Yeah. And then he left again. <laughs> yeah, that I- was...
1: I mean, I think I think you know from Scott Perry's standpoint, he's had experience, which is a good thing. And as long as he and Steve Mills are on the same page, they have they they both have a vision of what they want to do with the team. Mm-hmm. Fuck it, do whatever you do whatever your heart desires. But Knicks fans have already told him, please be patient. Yeah. Like, take your time. Look,
0: I would say, look at how the '90s Knicks were built. Yes, Patrick Ewing drafted. Mm-hmm. Charles Oakley was traded for a The Point is, he was, was acquired. He was acquired. They got Mark Jackson in the Mark draft. Mark Jackson in the draft. Although they, they got rid of him to yeah. the Indiana, which yeah. which you know that's subjective. You can't really tell if that was a great move yeah. or not because yeah. I never really thought like if you like Mark Jackson as a player mm-hmm. was. I mean, he he's was, serviceable. Yeah, he's serviceable. He, like he's like, never you know, as great as people like to make you know, him out. Kenny him. said Kenny said this
1: about him because they were talking about Mark Jackson. He wasn't the fastest. He wasn't the best shooter. He wasn't mm-hmm. the best defender. But he did everything well. Yeah. He was he did everything good. He didn't have a master trait, but he was a jack-of-all-trades.
0: He was like the kind of player like Al Horford of point guards, but yes, but yes. I would say I would say that I mean Al Horford's probably better at his job than yeah, uh, than yeah, Jackson, yeah, but yeah. still I mean Jackson was pretty good. Yeah. Um who else? I mean, uh, I mean they got John Starks. He was Starts, an undrafted free That was agent. one of the great NBA stories actually ever because yes. he He's one of those guys like Robert Covington's the same way. If yes, you want a yes, modern day yes, examples that yes. like really just had nothing, and then Man. he came. He was bagging growth like Kurt Warner was yeah. bagging groceries, and mm-hmm. but also find the good balance of free
1: agents that fit. Exactly. Veterans.
0: Look at how Golden State built it. Exactly. Like, that's the, that's the that's, the, that's yeah. the
1: model you should build it off of. But the thing is, the Knicks. They always go after like guys like Derek Rose
0: and jokes. You know what's like?
1: Stop doing. that. I remember
0: they they made a huge push for Greg Monroe too. Like they wanted yeah. to sign Greg Monroe to yes. a max contract, yes. and they almost did. Which, I mean, I with the Celtics have mm-hmm. Greg Monroe now. Mm-hmm. He's been unplayable against the Bucks, yeah. and that was a couple of years ago. Though when yeah, Greg Monroe was still okay, that was okay, probably but... yeah, the best he's played in his career. Yeah,
1: but you know the 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 most important thing of all of this year we're talking about the Knicks is is if James Dolan lets these goddamn guys do their job, he doesn't yeah. butt in. Then I have faith in them, okay? But if James Nolan wants to butt in and be stupid No <laughs> he offense will. to James Nolan. He I really will. hope he doesn't. But listen, I'll give James Nolan credit. He's willing to spend money. He doesn't care yeah, about that. He the is problem but but he just like he doesn't I don't and this is not an insult to him, but he doesn't know basketball. So he doesn't. you know you don't. Didn't he say he didn't? Like he was yeah. interviewed
0: on like I think it was what MSG yeah. or something? Yeah. He
1: has to let guy he has to let the guys who know what they're doing do their job. And if he does yeah. that and look, listen, I understand KP is hurt, but that that's a blessing and a curse at the same time because now you can actually suck enough to get another top pick, hopefully. Yeah. And if you can, and they have the ninth pick right now, who knows, maybe they'll go up in the lottery, maybe they'll stay there. Yeah. This is a pretty good draft class. They'll find a good player. Yeah. So think about it this way. Okay, you have Frank, you have this year's draft pick. If Unless they trade it, please hope they don't do that. Let's say <laughs> KP doesn't come back next year and they're horrible. But you get a top five pick next year. Okay, yeah. you still have Tim Hardaway Jr., Maybe you keep cancer. I wouldn't give him a max. Give him a decent contract. He wants that's to stay there. That's a
0: good question. I mean, he might opt out, and yeah. that's a problem. But, but he wants I, to I stay in yeah, New York. Yeah, that's the what thing. I it, heard. It, what the Knicks should do, what a lot of teams should do, mm-hmm. and what teams are wising up to do, is sign guys to one-year contracts and that are big. Deals. Yes. Prove deals. deals. Like, Michael like, Beasley, for Mike, Yeah, Michael Beasley. Who else did they... Uh, JJ, like, and not just prove it deals, like when like JJ Reddick got it, one year, $20 million. Yes. It's, it, like I say, he's not, JJ Reddick's not a spectacular player, but he's he a very, fit for, yes, yeah, for Philadelphia. For the and he's only on a one year deal. Yeah. Exactly. keep flexibility. Like, yes. this, I remember at the time when Celtics signed Amir, this before they got Horford mm-hmm, and went to Durant, they signed Amir Johnson mm-hmm. the summer before. The initial deal was like two years, $24 million. Yeah. And everyone flipped out. But everyone, that's a good deal because but, it's only $12 million. Yeah, but that's the, the thing. Is. Not only was it good. And this is why it's great to have Danny Ait. Not only was it good, there was a team option on the yes. second year. So, exactly. like, like yes. that's... Yes. Which meant that, like, if we didn't get Durant, mm-hmm. which we didn't, yeah. we, we could bring still had a him chance back. to get
1: Gordon Hayward.
0: Yeah, and then that gave us a chance to get Gordon yeah. Hayward two years down the road, which we did. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like I said, like, this is... If I'm the New York Knicks... The next few years, mm-hmm. I'm trying to get every, like you said, Pruitt, every Pruitt guy, mm-hmm. get ever, like the Celtics did this way to try to re- rehabilitate value, yeah. get, hire the correct coach. Like, this is mm-hmm. where it starts, too. Yes. Brad Stevens. Yes. You need, okay, here's the thing. You need a coach who has an idea,
1: a vision, and has a play style. Because yeah. the Knicks, what is the Knicks, what, what What do the Knicks
0: do? Are they a defensive yeah. team? Are yeah. they a
1: three-point shooting team? Do you want to run the fast when break? They find were, something.
0: When they were good in 2012, 2013, I thought it was their defense still wasn't very good, but I think mm-hmm. the off, they were adequate offensively. Shooting, I think they were a yeah. great three-point shooting team. Mm-hmm. The reason they lost to the Pacers is the Pacers were very long and like d- tough defensively. Yeah. I said uh-huh. before, if the Knicks had gotten the Heat, they still would have lost. But I, it I could have been seven. Yeah, could have been seven. That's what I'm saying because like the Heat did not. G- okay, let's face it. This was like the <laughs> Heat old time where they they kind of like, cruised in their first few rounds, so they kind of yeah. like. That could have been like a six or seven game series yeah, because no when you have shooters who he do not want to guard, then yes. they yes. well you saw they, what happened when they played the Spurs. They got I mean, their they got asses kicked. Yeah. They should have lost both times. On Rial saved their ass that yeah. first series.
1: No offense to LeBron, but I mean yeah, it's he true. did.
0: Yeah, if, if he didn't make that shot, LeBron. I mean he would have. He probably. Well, yeah, he he would have won the OKC title, but still, it's not like it's not the same. I mean yeah, let's yeah, face yeah. it, LeBron didn't he? Or, no, he missed a shot at the end of the game. I remember that. That mm-hmm. would have tied
1: it. Remember, they missed a bunch of free throws. The Spurs and yeah. that's when reality. I three. think
0: Kawhi missed. one. yeah, yeah. yeah. but, but it's, nonetheless, yeah. Let's get back yeah, to the. So next yes, yeah, But like I said, <laughs> they got to hire the right coach. Hey, I'll just keep If I were to hire, if I had to pick one coach, mm-hmm. I would hire. I'd say either Stackhouse. Mm -hmm. who I think we haven't talked about yet. He's He's developing a really good G League team there, so he would be good, too. My my question is, is he going to play like the Raptors do now? Because if that's the case, I want nothing to do with him.
1: I mean, if the the Knicks play like the Raptors, but actually get players who don't choke in the playoffs, no offense to the Raptors, it
0: could be good, because the the Raptors move the ball well. Well... Kinda. They, they ISO a lot is the issue. That's but, the then thing, against, but, yeah, it's... got I hate ISO, but... Yeah. But, we,
1: I, mean, I mean, the only team that really doesn't do ISO is the Warriors, and they'll yeah. do it sometimes, too. Yeah, but because the, but, but it's such a simple concept. How about we move the ball to an open guy? Yeah, it's that simple. But no teams want to do that. There's just a lot of guys who want to go one-on-one, which yeah. is okay, but, but at some point, you've got to trust in your teammate. You can't go one-on-four.
0: Speaking of ISOs, <laughs> let's move on to the Celtics-Bucks series. Oh. No. <laughs> no, <it's> just... <laughs> it's easy. Can I say something before you say anything? Yeah. Let me just
1: say, first of all, even so, obviously you're a Celtics fan, so you're so you have a deep rooted interest in this series. But yeah. from the outside looking in, I will say this is that I didn't think Boston had, I didn't think Boston had a chance to win because they didn't have Kyrie. I've been really impressed with how hard they played. Didn't how hard you say they were. in our
0: prediction thing that we were gonna win in six? I thought so. Liar. But, <laughs> but, but but like Milwaukee,
1: you know, I thought maybe the potential there because all the injuries and stuff too. But but I will give Brad Stevens credit and this organization credit because look, they have a good team. They have a good young team, and even though they're struggling right now, mm. and even though I know the ISO and all that other shit. Boston should be looked at as one of the teams you should build. How you should build the team properly is yeah. what Boston did, and I know because again you're a self-exam so you have a deep-rooted interest. <laughs> and I know, I know it's annoying and frustrating, but but I just love how Boston plays and they play really well. Now, on the other hand, for Milwaukee, they should have the won the yes, they should have won the series in five or six. But the way they play is frustrating as shit. Yeah, I mean they have, I mean. First of all, they didn't play Thon Maker and Jabari Parker much in the first two games. And they played him in well, games four no, or to five. Be, all right, to be like, fair to um,
0: Jabari Parker, Jabari Parker did play the first two games. But he, he played play terribly. Like, yeah, yeah. Play, yeah, they didn't play like Thon, Thon Maker, though. Thon yeah, Thon that's Maker, the difference, yeah. But, I mean, like, Bledsoe's played like garbage.
1: Giannis, I don't it just blows Rose, my mind because they're said, such a good team. I'm so
0: mad that Rozier didn't show up to one of the games in, like, a Drew Bledsoe jersey. Oh, like, my it just God. Looks imagine. Oh. It, <laughs> it, under the Pats, like, these, they're doing the draft stuff, and they <laughs> said, like, oh, it was 16 years ago today, we picked Drew Bledsoe. Mm-hmm. And then Terry Rozier commented, my guy, under that. Wow, man. damn. Now, now, here's the thing. Is, that's going to be interesting to look up with the Celtics in a few years is what is Terry Rozier? Should they trade Terry Rozier um, It's a good question, you know. Like, oh, yeah, and yeah. same with Marcus Mark. who's going to be a free agent. He's a restricted free agent coming out. But onto onto oh. the, yeah, on getting, to the yeah, yeah. series. I mean, what have you seen? So here's let me explain what I think is the good and the bad. The good is that Al Horford has dominated, besides one or two games in this series, he's, he's dominated the yes. series. Yeah, mm-hmm. like that's and. I knew this coming in that he plays great against the Bucks. He mm-hmm. usually does. This mm-hmm. is not a team that he struggles against. Yeah. Philly, he's good and bad. So I, if we re- advance, I don't know. He has some terrible games against them and some great mm-hmm. games against them. And I'm curious to see how you know, obviously against them, how he's going to do. Um, if that obviously if that happens, but it's just, just this uh, <laughs> the problem I have with this this series I've seen is that the Bucks are I mean. The talent difference is big. I knew that. And the coaching advantage is big. But my problem is that even the Bucks have been playing fucking insane. Like, some of the Bucks guys, like, I, we knew Giannis was going to dominate. I said that before. Okay, Chris Middleton has just been That's unconscious. That's the guy. Yeah, you hit the goddamn 50-footer from three. Yeah. <laughs> he's shooting, like, Six. over 60% from three. That's insane. That is, and, and like I said, if you look at how many kids like, one thing, okay, it's a debatable strategy what we've done with him, mm-hmm. which is we put, and when he goes to the post, we switch, we switch everything and put a smaller guy on him. Mm-hmm. The reason we do that, and I get it, you want long twos. That's what you want. And Chris Middleton and his career has been an inefficient player, let's mm-hmm. face yes, it, yes, especially yes. long twos. Problem is, when you put Shane Larkin on him, it doesn't work. He could, I mean, he'll shoot right over him. Yeah, exactly. Like That's the thing. Great thing with having Marcus Smart back. Like, the first three possessions, he was on him in Game 6. Mm-hmm. Turnover, yeah, yeah. Well, Offensive Marcus foul, Smart? turnover. Marcus like, Smart does the same thing as the poor yeah. <laughs> yeah. But here's the issue. The switching thing still happens with Smart in the game. and Again, and again, I get it. Because like often they pick and roll with Giannis as the roller. At mm-hmm. that point, you kind of have to. Because if you double-team mm-hmm. Middleton... Then okay, let's well, leave the I'll best be, roller potentially yeah, yeah, in yeah. the NBA and Giannis. But like I said before, this is just one of those situations with this series that one thing I hate is the Bucks oh like the Wizards in this way. Mm-hmm. They want you to play stupid. That's how they try to be. They don't. They aren't coached well, so they want they don't you need to the ball. Yeah, either. yeah, they, yeah. They they just want you to throw. They want you to play their game. But the half court offense yeah, is half, horrible. Oh my yeah, god! Exactly. Like the problem is when you have Marcus fucking Morris isoling like. Fucking crazy and missing everything. Like especially at the end of game four, he got a good look and he missed. Last game, has played. He's just played like such trash. Besides one game, game mm-hmm. two, mm-hmm. and I know he's not perfect. Mm-hmm. I know Pistons fans. When we got him for Bradley, and we again, we had to do that because we couldn't extend Avery Bradley, mm-hmm. and Marcus Morris on a great contract and. We had to fit the sour cap to get Hayward, mm-hmm. so we had to do it. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong, but I don't blame Danny Ainge, obviously, for that at mm-hmm. all. It was either him or Lou Williams, and obviously, Lou Williams is better, but the problem is, defensively, you're yeah. not getting any better with a that. a lot of guards, too. Yeah, yeah, a lot yeah. Of guards exactly, the, exactly. Distress, we, right? we want, whatever it is, we want to see what we had in, like, Rozier and Smart, Ops. Mm-hmm. Well, we knew we had in Smart, but, like, Rozier and Shane Larkin. Mm-hmm. You know, he gets a lot of shit, but he's a third point guard. And for the third point guard, he's not bad at all. He's playing well. Yeah, yeah, he's not bad. Like, points, you gave him the better minimum, so you can't really expect for a lot. Mm, yes. But, like, duh, this series <laughs> has been so frustrating. Because there's some stretches mm-hmm. where we look like the well-coached team. We play then, dominant yeah, yeah, basketball. Yeah. And then there's some stretches where we turn it over six straight times. And they go on a 20-0 run and we're instantly, like like last night, they said, they made a great point, because I was listening to Sports Radio mm-hmm. in Boston last night, mm-hmm. and they said, the Celtics tied it, or cut it to two like four or five times, mm-hmm. and in, every single time after that, the Bucks would go on like a 7-0 run, yeah. a 13-4 run, to push it out, mm-hmm. and, and we go away from what was working, which was slow the game down, mm-hmm. that's the most important thing. Like I said before, turnovers will define the series, and they have defined the series, Every single team that has won the turnover battle, mm-hmm. I think, has won the game. Yeah. So, they... Yeah, they got away from that. They started taking contested threes, stupid shots. Like I said, the Bucks are the type of team. They're they're aggressive, but they're mm-hmm. over-aggressive. Like yes. Don Maker, you said. Mm-hmm. What we realized, finally, in Game 5 is... A, he's skinny. B, he jumps at every shot fake ever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah like, <laughs> no, like... Legitimately, I... Like, this dude, I... He... He's so uncoordinated. <laughs> like, I swear to God, he will like Horford will give him one up fake and he's, he's like all up, the yeah, way yeah, over there. Yeah, from yeah. us in game three, we barrel into him and then like hope putting up the shot. Like won't work again. He's so great. long and athletic. Yeah, exactly. He should be, he should be really good. Like a lot of the bucks. Mm-hmm. Jabari Parker has been much better mm-hmm. since the first two games of the series. I'll give him credit for that. Um, Defensively, he hasn't been good, but I mean, yeah. he's never really been good. Yeah, yeah. But those knee injuries. But like I said, too, man. Do I think we're gonna win Game Seven? I was gonna ask you. Yeah. Uh yes. Here's, here's one thing I'll say. I do. Here's one but... thing I'll say.
1: It's that every team. that so Boston won their three at home. Milwaukee won their three at on um, at home. So the decisive game is in Boston, and Rozier has played a hell mm. of a lot better at home than on the road. Yeah. And Jaylen Brown. Although he, he played
0: pretty well last game, he yeah. scored eighteen points.
1: I think Boston is gonna pull it out because they're home. And I just Milwaukee. Just to me, Bledsoe has not played good on the road. Son Maker has not played well. Jabari Parker, same thing. It's the role players who are gonna define who wins this game because obviously, yeah, and the role the, players yeah, play better home. Yeah. The best player on both teams is the Greek Freak. Obviously, and you know he's gonna go... arguably
0: with, even with Kyrie and Hayward too.
1: Yes, but but you know the Greek Freak, you know he's gonna get his.
0: So if yep. I'm Boston, I'm gonna be like, I'll let you, I'll let you score forty. Let that's some right. other bumpy. Yeah, beat yeah. Me. like listen, listen, like the last, the like game five, game two, Chris Middleton has been the only other guy that's exactly. really hurt. Us. Exactly, and I'm just waiting for that five. Like every Bucks fan is like, they're waiting for that five for seventeen game that he has. Yes. Typically, and it has not happened. It could once. happen in game seven. I hope so. But no. like, it's, like it's, but for the game seven thing, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was there's this guy. Well, like I said, a guy who works for ninety five Sports Hub in Boston, and he was doing a Periscope last night, and he's like, "Listen, it was it, with the NBA with series like this, where its teams are so evenly matched, mm-hmm. it, almost always this happens. Like game six on the road, that is like a guaranteed win for the mm-hmm. home team, and I yes. get that." Yeah. And he says, but and he said, like, listen, they might win Game Seven. They might blow them out in Game Seven, mm-hmm. which that would not surprise me either. That has happened before. I remember the Heat Raptors series, mm-hmm. which kind of went back and forth the whole time. Mm-hmm. The Raptors killed them in Game, in game Seven. So, yeah. Although I remember Whiteside, I think, didn't play. Mm-hmm. But like, I just, I don't know, like this whole series—it's been, been, really, been up and down. Yeah, that's it's that's the, the thing. thing. Like, some moments I'm like fist pumping. I'm like, yeah, like yeah, yeah we're really taking it to them. And other moments you're just banging your head like stop turning the ball over <laughs> for fuck's sake, up fake Thonmaker one fucking time. <laughs> it's like and and um I'll say is one thing's a couple things have been good and bad I didn't mention. Jalen Brown has really grown up in this series and I've been oh my really God, impressed by him. unbelievable. but on the other end Jason Tatum has played very poorly. And I think mm-hmm. Jason Tatum like he's had moments where he looks like Jason Tatum mm-hmm. and he's had terrible moments. My issue with him, and he's getting, he's only a rookie. We can't ask for too much, but he gets stripped a lot. And mm-hmm. if you watch him, like, play, like a bulk blow, yeah, I he's got he's got to get stronger for sure. No, like I said, he's a lot better than that Fultz guy who literally did not play the last no few games. Either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he did in the last few games. Mm-hmm. He got benched for T.J. McConnell. So that's what. What do you say to that, Sixers fans? But <laughs> like, yeah, like, but I, I I hate Sixers fans. If you don't know. There are two fan bases, three fan bases I hate, especially, mm-hmm. like, in order. Go, shoot. Actually, I'll go three, two, one. Three, mm-hmm. Lakers. Lakers, I mean, just because, but I'm honestly, they're not, like, as bad. And honestly, like, I, there's a lot of things about Lakers fans, like, a lot of them actually are Hollywood make funny shows. Like, mm-hmm. you know, Kirby, well, actually, no, Kirby, Kirby Enthusiasm is Larry David. Larry David is mm-hmm. a Knicks fan. But, mm-hmm. like, I was going to say, um wow, I'm really blanking on this. Um, but uh, point is, yeah, New York Knicks and Philly um, so mean, I mean, I mean, yeah, they New York Knicks fans. Are, I mean, I know a lot of Celtics fans. I like think, Knicks. I think, I think, Knicks fans are fine. Like, Knicks it's fans really are fine from what I can tell. I I don't understand why people hate them so much. Like, I get that. Like, I mean, some I mean, a lot of fan bases don't like them, and I'm you know not one. You know why? It's because it's because it's fucking New York, and
1: and everybody makes fun of them. And they love to make fun of them when they're actually good. Everybody hops the bandwagon, yeah. like sucks their cock, which pisses yeah, me yeah, off. Yeah, here's
0: the thing. A lot of people forget too. Like. Knicks fans, like, here's, t- Boston fans talk shit in a specific way. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of people get, like, we talk shit and then smile at you. That's what it makes it good. Like, we, we, we're not, we're arrogant. That's the point. Knicks fans get that. Mm-hmm. The team that doesn't, and I'm going to go through to one Lakers, 76ers, because they're just insufferable pricks. But, like, <laughs> I know, I'm just, I'm not trying to generalize a whole fan base,
1: but, Those like, really they, fans fans, oh they
0: booed Santa. That's all you have to know. But yeah, number one, far and away, Toronto Raptors because the really? Toronto yeah the Toronto Raptors, people don't you go on their blogs, you mm-hmm. go on their message boards, that they are the most emotionally, just I, I don't even know how to begin with this team like this just, okay I'm not gonna go in a whole rant about yeah. them mm-hmm. but, they, if they're winning, mm-hmm. they're the best team ever. If they're losing, they're, the they're they ever. yeah they're on they're on suicide watch I'm at like that, that point like it, it's it's just they're insane. And like I said, I don't get it. They they are obsessed with Boston. I don't know why. Like why? I don't know. like Toronto and Boston. When when does that rivalry ever happen? I think we've had rivals with Knicks. We've had rivals with the 76ers, the Lakers. Obviously, mm-hmm. everyone knows that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The the Raptors. What what, what you just do? Were you mad that Paul Pierce dunked on Chris Bosh in two thousand and I think it was eight or nine? Like like did that really hurt you that much? Did Ray Allen hitting a game winner on you hurt you that much? Like. I don't know. Maybe this is just me, but again, you'd, you'd have to do some digging. To I haven't out, met any Raptors fans, so <laughs> I don't know. I mean, they're yeah. just
1: living in the moment because they finally have a good team. Because remember, yeah. when they had Vince Carter and T-Mac, they were a good team, but T-Mac left, and I wish he stayed, but... Yeah. But well, they're, they're probably just jealous of the Boston Celtics, how many championships they've won. Yeah, it that's just, what's going to be they the franchise. Yeah. They were in the I mean, personally, I just think I just think, you know, every team in the Atlantic Conference, right, that's where the Knicks is. But the we Atlantic, just all hate each other. Like, no
0: offense. Yeah. We, we despise. And then there's I despise the, Nets, the Celtics And then, there, and the then, and then there's the, the Nets. The Nets are irrelevant. People, I, I mean, they're irrelevant. I mean, Everyone kind of pities their fans because of the, because of the trade. And I know oh a couple couple Nets fans. I know a couple of Nets fans, and they're very nice people, very good people. One mm-hmm. of them actually commented on my podcast yeah, but on this podcast. But, like, again, yeah, I will just say this briefly. I I I feel so bad for you guys. Oh my <laughs> god! LA. It's been what
1: like five years <laughs> yeah, like it's trade? a trade. Good it, god! It, it, yeah. It's
0: it's fun to root against the Lakers because we need the Lakers pick. Mm-hmm. Well, if it was two through five, we'd have had it. But that's fun because we hate. I we've always hated them. Mm-hmm. The Nets is just like you gotta feel. Yeah, you feel yeah, you gotta, for the Nets, man. Oh my god! Like I mean, it's <laughs> at least they're trending the right direction. But anyway, yeah, yeah. The, for the I do think we're gonna win Game Seven. Mm-hmm. I think the Celtics are gonna win Game Seven, but. I don't think we're making it past six games against Philly, which sucks, because then you're going to hear the idiots yell, trust the process, and think that this is actually, like, like here's what I said before, and mm-hmm. I said, I, like, this series means absolutely nothing. A lot of people think it means something, like if the Celtics advance the play-setters. Mm-hmm. Here's my question. Is Kyrie there? No. Is Hayward there? No. Yeah, exactly. Then this series means absolutely nothing, because all this means is this. If we beat them, that's hilarious, and we get to clown them for the rest of the season, rest mm-hmm. of the time, because then mm-hmm. I'm going to be like, all right, these bums aren't going to touch us for the next ten years when we hopefully get another superstar, or at worst, develop the core we have. Mm-hmm. And, and two, like, if if they win, whatever they we have don't have Kyrie or Hayward. You know, it's mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that's you should win. And like I said, they have the long-term injury concerns with Embiid, which I think are bigger than Kyrie and Hayard, but obviously you never really know. But you know what? I, I don't want to
1: hate on Philly because we hate on them so much, but yeah. but I feel like they've really lucked into a great situation because Yeah. They got it they got it okay, the Miami series I know it was
0: five, but every game was competitive and towards the end I was a little disappointed in Miami. And it's not just my yeah, type I think, yeah. think Drogic is fine. I think I that's the guy you don't single out. I think yeah. Kelly Olynyk, Drogic mm-hmm. and at times, Justice Winslow mm-hmm. were fine. Yeah, Dwayne Wade had that great game. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I wasn't that impressed with him. Besides that, but well, I mean, he's, he's thirty six. He yeah, yeah he, he's, he, not, he, gonna, he's he, not gonna He not might it's not gonna, yeah. mm-hmm. I
1: hope so. I mean, it was last year in Miami. Why not? That's yeah, the team. They, that's the team you made relevant. Yeah. That was your team. Like, like don't I
0: mean, do this thing. Like, he might do a thing. Like wherever LeBron goes, where he follows. And no, I, I, I think don't think Wade should just retire. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think he's done. You know, same
1: thing with same thing with Melo. I just think. I don't, I don't want to see Melo sucks. anywhere else. He is He's, awful. <laughs> I think Melo's done, honestly. like, he is. And it's sad to say because, you know, to think of Wade and Melo, they were, a, with LeBron and Chris Bosh, all of them, they were kind of like why I watched the NBA. Those yeah. guys were the fun superstars to watch. When you grew up, yeah, yeah, these were our guys. But, you know, now they're older and they're getting past their prime. They are. It's it's sad to see that. But we're getting back to Philly, right? So they beat Miami. And let's say they play Boston or even Milwaukee. Milwaukee, could cause problems for them, but I don't trust Milwaukee enough no, to, to get their shit together. together. And and I think that, I don't want to say they'll easily be Boston. I think it will be six games, but without Kyrie and Gordon Haywood, I just don't know if Boston, I don't know Boston. we don't have enough offense. grit. I don't know if their grit and their defense could push them past yeah, like Philly yeah, here's because the Philly's, Philly's too, so good.
0: The only thing I could really see with a clear advantage during a series mm-hmm. is statistically, if I'm correct, no team defender would be better than us and yeah. the reason is Brad Stevens mm-hmm. guards him the same way he guards Draymond Green. Mm-hmm. He says, "Banes stand in the paint mm-hmm. and beat shoot 3s Yeah. we're, that's we're, we're be- not we're not going yeah. to like we literally like when we play the Warriors, same mm-hmm. deal. We never guard Draymond Green from threes because you got to do Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly forced, like, if if he makes threes, well, you're fucked. I mean, there's yeah. not but like I said, we're taking our chances on, you know, really forcing Clay and Curry out mm-hmm. to the deeper into the three-point line mm-hmm. than guarding Draymond Green and giving him, you know, what a shot he wants. It was like yeah. a layup as opposed to yeah. a three. So, yeah, no, like I said, I think we're going to win game seven. I think, I mean, we had the Kelly Olenek unsung hero game seven. It, I don't think it's going to be anything like that. I think my prediction is Marcus Morris is going to finally play well. Yeah, or or Greg Monroe, yes. one of those. There's two. gonna be a role player who you think there's no way in hell they're gonna
1: do well is just gonna go crazy. It's, yeah, it's about I, to happen. I,
0: I feel like with the Celtics too, because we've had I think overall for guys who played well, mm-hmm. Horford, Brown, Rozier at home, at home, absolutely, and and Morris has played okay a couple of games. Morris had game two. Game two, he was great. He had like mm-hmm. 20 points, but he, besides that, honestly, he's missed too many shots for yeah, my like. Yeah, he's yeah. like four for 14 yet. And I know I'm blanking on a few guys. So, um, I mean, off the bench, I guess. had times. Mm-hmm. Marcus Smart came back in Game yeah. 5 and played pretty well. Game 6, he wasn't very good. But, again, mm-hmm. he's coming back from a major yeah. injury. I mean, to Marcus Toronto. Smart, you're not expecting Marcus Smart to drop 40. Yeah. He's there for your, his defense. Shemi Delay, and a lot of people kind of, like, crapped on him mm-hmm. because in the regular season, a lot of Celtics crapped on him because he wasn't a good offensive player at all. Mm-hmm. My thing about him is, and a lot of people were mad about how much we played him mm-hmm. in Game 6. Mm-hmm. Isn't he I mean, good defensively, though? He's phenomenal defensively. So that's, all that that's what I mean. You don't like, have to be a He held Giannis to ten shots in Game it's, Five. Yeah, game like first. that's because, and it's simply because do I convince the dude's on steroids or he does that? Because that dude came in his rookie year like jacked, and good for him. I see. Yeah. There's a lot of
1: kids who are skinny as hell. They yeah. Bulk up. No offense, though. I mean, I'm a skinny no, yeah. Kid too. Yeah. I was gonna gotta, say, but if you're an NBA player, you come in as a rookie and you're like. Then you got to get stronger because yeah. you're going to get bullied
0: around. Shemi could be Jake Crowder 2.0 and that's yeah. why I really like that's him and I, I, think, you know I don't, he's I don't rookie, think right? yeah, so yeah, I do him on a good deal. But here's my problem with him. What I was mad about was that SMU he was like a 40% three point shooter. Mm-hmm. Like we projected him as like the really good three and deep guy. We yes. want him to be Crowder Covington mm-hmm. that type. Mm-hmm. He years. hasn't shot threes very well, which has been but a I little. This bit... rookie year, though, so you yeah. gotta give him some time to develop. And also, he, he basically, like he said, he gives you no offense, which yeah. is the problem. If he made threes, that'd be incredibly valuable. But mm-hmm. the problem is, Giannis can kind of roam off him, mm-hmm. which is the issue. When you put Horford at center, Giannis has to guard Horford, and Giannis hasn't done a very good job yeah. on Horford mm-hmm. because Giannis's problem, for what I've seen, is he reaches in too much. And when you reach he in, his length a little too much. Yeah, that's the thing. That thing. And he, what he should just do is play straight up. I mean, Mm -hmm. Horford has done a very good job, like I said, in this series. Mm -hmm. I'm not singling him out at all. He's played great, honestly. He probably has been, him or Jalen Brown has been our best player. Yeah. Uh, But, like, you can't just say that, you know, you can't just let Giannis Roman get steals like LeBron. So, yeah, again, simply, I think we're going to win game Mm 7 Trying to be optimistic, like about I said, Philly, I but yeah. about Philly, I just I don't think it's gonna go more than six. I just think I mean like I said, with Kyrie, I. This, I think they would have won the series. No, if no, like Kyrie. I'm gonna give you a hot take here. With Kyrie, five yeah. games we're beating them because I think because I think that the well, who would have stopped Kyrie. That's the thing. The Celtics. I keep saying this when they had Kyrie against the Sixers this mm-hmm. year. Everyone's healthy there, won both games, one of which was in Philly. I'll tell you right
1: now, if the Boston Celtics had Kyrie Irvin, I think they would have gone to the NBA Finals. Honestly,
0: yeah. That's he, my he was, opinion. Because we got a great bracket. yeah,
1: and, and and also, look how LeBron and the Cavs have played with versus the Pacers. I, they should have swept the Well, not should have swept them, but LeBron, yeah. you could tell LeBron is not 100% into it. He's he's not he's really playing and, as and good and here's as he the can. thing.
0: But even so, he, he's tried, like when he's trying to like continue, you know, sit back. Like, mm-hmm. like when he had Kyrie, mm-hmm. sit back. Mm-hmm. Kyrie, it's your turn. He yeah, doesn't he, have that type of person it, anymore. Yeah. When that happens, mm-hmm. the Pacers go up like four, yeah, six points. And... And
1: if you think about it, I would have loved to see a LeBron-Kyrie Eastern Conference Finals. Oh, be because, great. you know, Kyrie wants to prove yeah, that you needed team. me. I'm the guy. Must see TV. Which pisses me off that Kyrie is not playing. I guess, I,
0: I, 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 I see the infection. It's just, yeah. It sucks. And and the like it's clear his knee was bothering him. I'm going to guess, because his dad is the the way he is. His dad was pissed off at the Cavs for playing him through an injury. Mm-hmm. I'm going to guess his dad probably told yeah. him he yeah. should sit and... D- I know Kyrie's um, really close with D.J. Kirby, which mm-hmm. we should, when we get to Kawhi in a minute or so, uh-huh. I'm going to kind of touch on K- Kyrie's connection to Kawhi. But mm-hmm. Go ahead. Um, so, I know you're
1: disappointed because they could have got to the finals and possibly won. But Wait, no,
0: we were, okay, we, we, we weren't beating the Warriors, the Rockets, without without, without, without Hayward, yeah, but that's the season's thing. over. But that's the but, thing. Well, like when it comes to the like, championship.
1: The one thing you can take away from these playoffs is that Terry Rozier, Jalen Brown, and Jason Tatum are really good and those guys with Kyrie and Gordon Haywood can definitely get you guys in NBA Finals, at least it's on, if the, they're healthy. And
0: again, the problem is paying everybody, which yeah. now, now but, we're going seg- to say But, I mean, you
1: still have those guys on good deals. So, deals yeah. right now. And if they want to win, they'll take pay cuts.
0: Yeah, and that's so, the thing. Well, here's the thing. That's going to be kind of coming up. Um, that's why window, Chris Mannix... The window, Mannix, yeah, the window yeah, is closing. Yeah, that's the thing about Chris Mannix said is that the Celtics have four guys... Brown, Tatum, Rozier, Smart.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Smart's up this year.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Rosier's up the year Next after year. that. Yeah. And I think Brown is, too.
1: No, I think Brown is the
0: year after. Oh, yeah, the year after, and then Tatum's the year after. Mm-hmm. So you have to Four plan years. this. Yes, you know? yeah, like, yeah. So what's probably going to happen if they don't make a trade mm-hmm. is Horford's going to opt out mm-hmm. and take less money, which Would make I sense. think he's willing to do. Yeah, I think he wants to win, absolutely. Yeah, I think unless... You know, unless unless Boston gets year after year after year of everyone getting hurt, Mm -hmm. which would drive me insane and (laughs) make me hate watching basketball, (laughs) but I I don't think I could deal with this again. But like, Mm -hmm. if that were to happen, then yeah, then it's a different story. But like, if assuming that everyone's back next year, we, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, every season you have micro injuries, sprained ankles, whatever, but let's say you go into the playoffs I'll, pretty healthy. Yeah, pretty healthy. Um, yeah, th- yeah, and you get to the finals. Let's say you get to the finals next year. Mm-hmm. Then, yeah, I would see no reason Horford wouldn't take less money to stay. Absolutely. And that would let you keep Rozier, who I think, and from what I had to guess from what you read in between the lines and from what you hear, is I think the Celtics value Rozier more than smart. So, I think Rozier would be a good backup. You know, he, yeah, needed, like, he needed that score off the bench, too. Like, here's the thing. We're a different team with Smart. Yeah, no that, b- Yeah, yes. like, with Smart is just he's a game-changer defensively. Yeah. Everyone wants a guy like him. He's basically irreplaceable. But mm-hmm. The issue is, what if you get Kawhi? Then you don't need him. Then he's like, mm-hmm. but that's like, then here's the ethical question. Now mm-hmm. I'm going to lead into this. But, yeah, like I said, I think Hork's going to take us money to re-sign Rozier, uh, at, let's say 12 to 14. Then you have Tatum and Brown, who are probably going to be. I think the with the rookie scale extension, it's what twenty five to thirty. So they'll probably get somewhere around that, um, mm-hmm. and then. So yeah, then you go forward from that. I I, I again, I think Smart's kind of going to be the casualty in all this. I don't. But know. I mean, no one Boston. They'll find somebody who can replace
1: Marcus yeah. Smart and be amazing. There's they the, always do that.
0: The, the, Boston has one of the two best cap guys in the league. Daryl Morey who used to work with Celtics, and people forget that mm-hmm. was one of them. And that's why I think you gotta trust him to get, have a chance of LeBron, because he is for that good. No, 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 not for uh, Boston. For Houston. Oh yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, 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 Because yes. he is, people, you know, say, oh, they're cap. No, they'll don't find a sit, way. Don't sit, don't sleep on Daryl. Daryl Morey CP three and James. Yeah, Harden. exactly. That, and Mike Zarin, who's our assistant GM, is the other one. A lot of people don't know about him mm-hmm. that well, but. He is one of the reasons we got Kyrie in. Mm-hmm. And, and and like every you like you know the Sloan Conference, the analytics Conference they have at MIT every year. Mm-hmm. I mean, first of all, that's Morris Conference, and he's like obsessed with it. Like the dude, <laughs> like it's like oh look at me, I made a game of zones about it. Oh my <laughs> oh, god! Right. No, I mean, I've always wanted to go. Apparently, it's really interesting. Like, oh. well, yeah, well, like you get to talk. Like, I think you get to talk to like executives and wow. stuff. Like, hey, give me a job. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, apparently, like they. I think they had a panel with David Griffin and mm-hmm. Chris Bosch and who should not come back. And yeah, uh, yeah I, don't, yeah, I, don't I don't like want to die add, on the court. Yeah, like one. um Griffin, Chris Bosch um maybe not Dar- No, Darrell Moore wasn't on that one, but it was a couple other guys. Mm-hmm. Pad- Steve Pablo same Hanky.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Who I that's a good question. Will he get another job in the NBA? Because it's kind of hard to tell at this point. And um I personally what they, didn't yeah, know. they yeah. Uh, you personally don't know, so no,
1: because I mean, uh, I mean, he took Nurkins on instead of Giannis, and then he took Jahlil Okafor instead of Porzingis. Imagine if they had got those two guys with Simmons.
0: Yeah, that's that's this <laughs> Sam Hinkie. Sam Hinkie is one of the better traders ever because he he got the Kings pick. Yeah. Whether the Celtics end up probably going to end up well, getting, but he kept but... taking
1: centers. Like, come
0: on, man! He can't like, take five centers. made a point. Like he he might have literally made the Okafor pick. Mm-hmm either ownership just kind of forced him to, because, I mean, mm-hmm. everyone knew about Triple Evo at that point. Everyone saw how dominant he was in the NCAA tournament. But he might have made, like, he might have made the Okafor pick just to trade him in a few years, like, build up his value, mm-hmm. get him beat to be, you know, probably what he's the opposite better, mm-hmm. and then trade Okafor for point, probably point guard, yeah. and, you know, build from there. But anyway, like I'm saying, like, Mike Zarin is, he's also the proponent of a great theory to anti-tanking called the wheel, which mm-hmm. I I can't go into but it's kind of complicated but yeah. it, it, it I would suggest you know reading about it it's, it's a good idea in my opinion but mm-hmm. the, it's going to kind of hurt small market teams if, oh, but but, yeah. but the thing is it, it is a solution to tanking that is a mm-hmm. but um yeah the, the Celtics yeah because they have Zarin mm-hmm. they are able to do cap maneuvering They'll and, be able yeah, to yeah do and the, yeah but now now let's get to quiet because we were going to talk, yeah. talk about this because this is going to segue into what I think is the reason a lot of people say the Celtics mm-hmm. will not trade Jalen Brown for Kawhi.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm going to disagree with that. And here's why I think that's the case. Mm-hmm. And this is only if the Spurs, A, are obviously trading him. Mm-hmm. B, yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Will I mean, the Celtics are obviously not going to do it unless he resigns. And this assumes, you know, Kyrie resigns because they're up in the same year. Yeah. B, here's going to have to happen. A lot's going to have to happen. Like, Al Horford taking less money, that's going to mm-hmm. have to, happen because you can't afford maxes, you just can't. You got to, so Al Horford's going to have to opt out that year and take less money, so that Kyrie can get the max, mm-hmm. Hawaii can get the max. Probably it'll take, what, 10, 15, money, something like that. Something what Pau Gasol got. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Celtics, the reason I'm going to say yes, as to why they can, why they will do it, or if it happens. Kawhi Leonard, if he makes a max, is something around 31 or something. Mm-hmm. Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart are probably going to be what is the deal. And what they're going to do with Smart is they're going to sign and trade him because he's yes. up. So yeah. Jalen Brown makes, I think, something like 5 to 7. I forgot what it is. He's on a rookie I was on the rookie deal. Marcus Smart, they say his value is, what, 10? We're going to estimate around mm-hmm. 10, 10 mm-hmm. to 12. If he gets 10 to 12... Mm-hmm. You throw in, I think, Morris makes five. Mm-hmm. That gets you there. And if not, you can throw in, you know, we have Gershon Avicelli, who, I mean, again, that's not my point. I don't know what he's going to be. Mm-hmm. and Or, I mean, Abdel Nader, who's trash. <laughs> I don't think mm-hmm. that the Spurs would instantly cut him. So you have that. And so you save money getting Kawhi. And if Kawhi is really just healthy and just hates the Spurs... I mean, let's face it. The guy's a top five player. How do you turn down a top five player? Now, granted, it would be. I mean, I, when the it trade happened, I still remember where I was mm-hmm. and what I was doing. I remember it. I was. You're gonna laugh at this. It finished while I was taking a piss. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> That's, That's the crazy. I was at I interned over the summer. Place mm-hmm. called Will Live, and I remember. Certain guy for 985 Sports Hub named Dan Lifshacks posted a bunch of I iMovies when someone commented, Wow, the K- Kyrie trade rumors have been awfully quiet recently. Mm. Could the Celtics and Cavs be working on something? That's all he responded. I'm like, Okay, there's no way we're actually trading IT and whatever for mm. Kyrie Irving. Well, well, well. <laughs> and then I, I remember just thinking, You know, he's been pretty reliable at times, so I kept my computer open.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And little did I know I was working on something. And I was on Twitter, See new tweets, press, mm-hmm. Celtics and Cavaliers are in serious discussions for Kyrie Irving. I fell back on my chair like this. Uh, like, <laughs> I mean, I would have uh, it. I, I was like, no way. And that my first response when I saw that is, all right, you can't go back now. You can't avoid the deal or stop Oh, you. no, there is yeah, no yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, like at that point, even being in the discussion, mm-hmm. IT will never play for you again.
1: Mm-hmm. so I mean, um, let's be honest Kyrie's better than I T. yeah
0: yeah that's the thing
1: no offense IT, i mean but. And,
0: but when but when it all happened i remember saying like everyone was like how can you trade isaiah you know he was like this great icon but here's the thing you know what i said we're getting Kyrie. second off i'm like the harder thing for me to lose in that deal was the nets pick the nets pick was i thought gonna be top five and as of now it's eight so yeah. good job nicks they they had well actually no the nets lost the last game i'm saying they the Celtics had given the Nets the last win, mm-hmm. and the Knicks had lost to the Cavs. They would have done, they would have done the Knicks a favor because the Knicks would have been eight as opposed to nine. We gotta see the yeah. lottery. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, mean, I mean, mean, I personally think the lottery's rigged anyway. So who the fuck knows? What's mean, happen. I mean, I, I, I think some of them were. I mean, it's it's hard to tell. I think one of the oh, ones there's... people, a lot of the ones people aren't on. The, the Knicks got Patrick Ewing. Yeah, exactly, ones, so dumb, yeah but exactly. I to say. That's what I'm but saying, one that's of what the what ones we're... people seem to be mistaking or not considering mm-hmm. is uh, Anthony Davis in 2011. because, oh my God, because the Pelicans Because the Pelicans were on the verge of moving. So, yes. like, you got to get a franchise player at that point. And everyone knew Anthony Davis was going to be great. I know. Um, yeah. But, yeah, the point is, is that J- losing Jalen Brown to me would be an absolute, you know, that, that would – I'm getting Kawhi be great, but that would hurt a lot. I mean, mm-hmm. let's face it, Jalen Brown is – The best prospect, in my opinion, the Celtics have had since Paul Pierce. And, I mean, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, I mean, I think Jason Tatum's a little above him just because he's a rookie. And, I mean, he's got an extra year, and he's already this good. But losing, man, losing Jalen Brown, wow, that would would hurt. But, again, I just, I don't, I don't think Danny Ainge thinks like fans. I think he's willing to do this. Like, a lot, every Celtics fan I talk to Mm -hmm. says, no. Don't do it because Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum are that good. But in my opinion, I also think this has to do with Kyrie resigning because I still don't think that's a guarantee. Because you never know like what the Knicks could do. You never know what the Lakers, another team people are considering, could do. So it, it's you got to do what's necessary. Yeah. And Chris Broussard, who is a clown, but like I man, is a total LeBron mouthpiece. I'm not and gonna say because I want jobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and is a total. I made mean, a total bullshit story up about I the teammates not liking IT. Mm-hmm. That was literally just him returning, it, putting out a rumor by LeBron so IT will get motivated. Mm-hmm. Him, don't Again, don't ask me how I know this. But, um... <laughs> he's just but, like Ryan Woodworth. Yeah, exactly. I remember what, he's the one that reported the Kyrie thing, and then he said oh, LeBron's blindsided. Instantly got reaction. Oh, how did he get the reaction? Oh, right, LeBron put out the rumor. Everyone fucking knows this. But anyway, um... Yeah, I, I'm going off a lot. But, <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah. So, would you want
1: Kawhi? Like, if they, would I do it? Do you think it would be a good deal? I'll tell you what I personally think.
0: That's tough, but yes. And I think the reason I'm going to do it is is because I don't think he's as unhealthy as people think. And okay. I think if he... You have Kyrie Irving, Kawhi Leonard, Gordon Hayward, Jason Tatum, and Al Horford. Mm-hmm. I think that's the best starting lineup in the NBA. And I know a lot of people are going to say... That mm-hmm. Golden State is better, but golden State I mean Draymond Green is what you said well I mean again it's such a tough debate because you have Draymond Green is kind of he's kind of declined this year a lot of people yeah. aren't talking about that a lot well you know Dre's, Dre's game isn't about like shooting though yeah, yeah. that's it's,
1: true it's he's he's the he's the like ferocious the ultimate leader. Blue guy. yeah he's the ultimate yeah, blue the guy. defensive guy I mean he he does a hell of a good job on a lot yeah. of players yeah but for me. I don't think they should, if there's a deal on the table for that, I wouldn't take it. And here's why, is because, like we said about the Knicks, you need to develop a young core. Boston has a young core, and they also have a superstar, which a lot of teams don't have, and that's Kyrie and Gordon Haywood. And you have good, savvy veterans on the roster. I feel like it might be overkill to to go and acquire Kawhi Leonard, right? Because then you'll have... Kyrie Irving, who's an alpha dog. You have Gordon Haywood, who's an alpha dog. You'll have Kawhi Leonard, who's an that's alpha good, dog. And again, and the that's is, the problem. And the yeah. thing is, you know, I'm going to trust Gordon Haywood's going to come back and be Gordon Haywood. But I don't what if he's gonna, not? I, I don't what if he's not? Yeah. That's problematic because now you've given up a lot for Kawhi Leonard. And what if they don't mesh well? Then you might have set yourself back a couple of years. Chris
0: Bruce, sorry if I said I forgot to mention this. He, he mentioned something very interesting, though, recently. And he said that Kyrie. And Kyrie's dad and Kawhi's uncle are close. Mm -hmm. And that Kawhi's camp is going to talk to Kyrie's camp about possibly playing with LeBron. I'm like, okay, what the hell do you think Kyrie's camp is going to say? Don't do it. Obviously. Yeah, yeah, like he's going to... So here's the thing. Let's say LeBron James goes to Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. That means if Kyrie's like, yo, don't do it. (laughs) I'm doing you a favor.
1: Uh, You know, I, I To me, I honestly think these rumors are kind of just, I don't want to say fake, but I feel like they're not, I feel like, I don't think they're going to trade Kawhi, because if they want to trade Kawhi, if, let's say I was the general manager of the Spurs, and Mm. teams are calling me up for for Kawhi, you have to give me a king's ransom for Kawhi Leonard, because he is, in my humbled opinion, the best two-way player in the league, I mean... You have to give me, like, half of somebody's roster. And there has to be a couple of young kids who are going to be future stars. So, like, for Boston's, let's say Boston was a trade him. Let's say Boston called me up. I would ask for, and this might be a lot, I would ask for a first-round pick,
0: or maybe two. Well, Jalen so, Brown and Jason Tatum. That's what yeah, I would want and, him. And, and, But Here's the problem. They have no leverage, though. That's, that's what you're Dispers? forgetting. But yeah, like, that's true. It, it, if, if he says, like like I said, Greg Popovich is the best man men fencer in the league, apparently, because... Well, with Aldridge, I was going to yes, say. That, was that, that was wasn't scary. reported a lot. A lot mm-hmm. of people forget that, Like, but yeah. that was pretty much the same situation. The only mm-hmm. difference I'm seeing is that Kawhi is not playing. That, that, I yeah. mean, he's not even there, which yeah. is a little... Which is a little that, yeah. I think it's clear. Like, mm-hmm. Here's what's clear what well, we know. It's bad. Yeah. It's definitely bad. But, but you know but like, what?
1: I think, I think with what just happened with Greg and his wife, I think yeah. may, this could be something that might... You know, if Kawhi calls him up and tells him, you know, like, I'm sorry, and they might start talking. So, yeah, I'm not, you know, I'm not saying, oh, this... I don't want to, like, I don't want to say, like, oh, my God, like, this is what's going to mend the relationship. But this could be a starting point. And, again, we really don't know what the hell is going on with Kawhi because there isn't a lot of reports. But, when, you know, when you look at, like, Greg Popovich's, uh, like, his interviews and the way he talks about Kawhi not playing, you kind of can see there's a little bit of friction there. So Definitely. So, like, there's no question he's upset yeah, with him. Yeah, but... But you it would be like the Spurs trading Tim Duncan in his prime. Like that's crazy. Well they almost they lost almost him. lost him to Orlando, yeah. But but you know what? I honestly I just don't see Kawhi leaving the Spurs unless like there's a team that just blows the water for it. Like you have to give up a King's ransom for Kawhi Leonard. That would be like trading for LeBron. Like you have to give up a lot of stuff, and I well, know the leverage. They don't the leverage. have
0: the lev- like, and that's the thing people forget about stars when they get traded. Never, ever do they get equal value. Yes, not yes. once. Not once. Mm-hmm. People thought with Kyrie they did. Nope.
1: <laughs> but you know the thing about superstar trades is that they they don't really. I don't want to say they don't really work, but from looking like from an instance, you're a Knicks fan and you trade for Carmelo. Yeah, that on, trade, that's a little bit of a bias there. But that wasn't a good trade for either team, if you think about it, because the Nuggets made the same amount of playoffs as we did, and we got that's further. True. And yeah. I mean, look, we're both rebuilding now, or the Nuggets are Nuggets rebuilt, but but they're they, they're fringe nine. I don't 18. really know what to think of the Nuggets. But yeah. yeah, go ahead. But I mean, superstar trades don't really work, so I don't know if you really want to trade for Kawhi. I honestly think. His best bet is to re a relationship and stay with San Antonio because I just think knowing Greg Popovich, he's going to find some
0: players. The Spurs system is going to work with Kawhi. It's bound to happen. I mean, it could that could honestly happen. And like I said, I never really considered this more than like a 20%, 30% possibility. Yeah, 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 yeah. But here's the thing. What I didn't – what's interesting to think about is what if Mono retires? What if Tony Parker retires? Mm-hmm. Then you have, well, I mean, I guess you could run it back with DeJounte Mur- D- Murray. Yeah. I think Kyle Anderson I mean, is okay. Anderson, but like I said, their roster isn't very good, mm-hmm. let's face it. So Yeah. I mean, that's the problem. What if they, I mean, what if Kawhi tells them, I'll give you another year, we'll see if this works, mm-hmm. but there's no guarantee I'll resign with you. But then, mm-hmm. then you're left with a, still a bad roster. Mm-hmm. I don't think he does re-sign with you. I think he goes to the Lakers, and that's the thing. This is the same situation as with Paul George, mm-hmm. and that I think the Celtics wanted to get Paul George because they wanted to uh, make sure that the Lakers didn't get the first chance at you know like meeting with mm-hmm. him um, and having him sign there as free agent. Like that's why I said I think if it happens, mm-hmm. I think Boston's gonna probably give up a lot, mm-hmm. and I think that. It's very, very tough for the Spurs to turn that down. The only thing I I was shocked about was when I saw the Boveda betting odds. Mm-hmm. And they, the Sixers, the second most likely team besides the Spurs. Get, to get Kawhi. Here's my problem with this. Uh, I, I'm going to go, this is going to be very loud. Mm-hmm. Why would the Spurs want Fultz? I mean, they just went through the whole injury thing. They yeah, yeah. Fultz and let's face it, Markel Fultz uh, has no value right now. What has he proven? Yes. He what has yeah. he proven? He's been he's proven that he can't make a jump shot. He's a seventy six year player. He has a horrible
1: first rookie year, we gotta see what the hell he does in the second year.
0: Yeah, exactly. And
1: that's what I'm saying, like it just does not make any sense. But you know, the thing with Philly, right? Like with Boston, why would you give up your young core for Kawhi?
0: I wouldn't do well, that. Well then why would you add LeBron James? That's the question. Like why what so you're saying if you're the Sixers, mm-hmm. you're anti getting LeBron. I mean if you get LeBron, you don't really need Kawhi because
1: the thing is if you get LeBron, Yeah, then they're all set. Yeah, why would you need Kawhi too? You yeah. want like it, because again, Philly would have to give up a shit ton of things to get Kawhi. And you have Ben Simmons. Let's say let's say LeBron signs. You have Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid with LeBron, and let's say they keep Redick and McKay, keep all these role players. That's a sure shot NBA Finals team, or at least Eastern
0: Conference Finals. Yeah, we we'll be real. And why
1: would you want Kawhi Leonard? You don't need that, it. That,
0: that would be a very. That's another thing. I think if the Sixers get LeBron, mm-hmm. that could be like our the Celtics' response. Like they're saying, like all right, you get LeBron. Mm-hmm. all right, we get Kawhi, the best LeBron defender in the league yeah. by far? Uh,
1: again, I, you know that's why. I still, I don't know. I I wouldn't trade for Kawhi because, again, I'm trying to think, you know, and I know Boston and Philly, those are two teams that he probably would want to go to, but do you, are you, can you think of any other teams that possibly could be in the mix for Kawhi? Like, I, I personally. New York Knicks. Right, <laughs> but well, I don't well, think they'd the they, don't, they don't have enough assets, and I uh, wouldn't want Kawhi. Yeah, either. the Knicks,
0: the LA Lakers, people mentioned, but there was a report that came out recently that says mm-hmm. Pop doesn't trade to Western Conference rivals. Exactly. So I think they'll ever like, traded? <laughs> yeah, I don't even. Here's here's the interesting one that people aren't mentioning yet, mm-hmm. which I mean, since they're not a Western Conference rival, I'm not going to call them that, mm-hmm. but they are in the Western Conference. That's the Clippers, and that the Clippers have 12, they do have a lot yeah, of yeah, good they, players. And they've twelve, and they the two first yeah, round. Yeah, they picks. twelve and thirteen. That's that's a pretty good start. Yeah, that's not as good as Sarge and the Lakers pick, which what mm-hmm. the Sixers could offer. But mm-hmm. twelve, thirteen, Tobias Harris. Um, let's make it clear. There's was already thing saying they're going to go hard after him. So maybe... The Clippers? Yeah, the uh, Clippers. I think... Well, it makes sense. They have a lot of role players, and adding Kawhi... Yeah, they definitely need, like, a superstar. And, and they know Kawhi loves L.A. because he's from there. No, so he, okay. he'll he probably resign. Mm-hmm. Like, he probably will. What is this thing about, I love L.A. and I want to play in L.A.? Why don't New York yeah, basketball players want to do that? Come no, on, Kemba, come over here. <laughs> no, I'm just I, I think I think there's a... I think that's a bigger possibility than people think that Kemba signs with the New York Knicks. Uh,
1: also, also about L.A. players playing in L.A. So... Uh, let's let's kind of get into the Utah OKC series. Do you think it's over? Do you think Utah's going to win tonight? And if so, how do you feel about Paul George thinking of going to the Lakers? Do you think that's
0: a good sign? It's so over. He's going. <laughs> no, man, I mean, Like I said, alright, like, okay, I'll make this clear. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think OKC's winning tonight. And I know you it's going to be... I, 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 think, I uh, think, think... I had Utah win the series, though. So. <laughs> I think they've I think they blew it. I think Utah really blew it. And when they were up twenty plus points, I get it. They're really good at home, but I, I don't feel trust like Carmelo Anthony and That's the problem. The problem is it? if Melo drops. If it if it's New York,
1: Denver, Carmelo tonight, then God help Utah Jazz because they're not winning tonight. But if, but if it's, it's not, he will never be again. Exactly. Yeah. And again, Russ has not played well. PG has had the one game where he was unbelievable. He's played like. trash And the I rest think of the he'll days. have
0: one tonight. That's we'll, my opinion. I, we'll I think see. here's the thing. Utah has, I mean, this is their shot, but I feel Mm -hmm. like it just, I get the same vibes from the series I did from Golden State, OKC, in the Mm -hmm. Western Conference Finals. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, OKC had a chance to end it in Game 5. And they didn't. They didn't, and they lost, I mean, in Game 6. I think OKC's going to win tonight, Mm -hmm. and I can't believe I'm saying this. I think they're going to lose Game (laughs) 7. Like, yeah, I think they're going to win. I think that... The reason this is going to happen is because that team just doesn't get it. They I mean, don't they mesh well. But they're going to have one game, and it's going to be this game, mm-hmm. where they play like just well enough. It's going to be like a low-scoring. I'm going to go 98-92. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be like a low-scoring game, but Utah is going to shoot terribly. And they're going to lose because of that. However, in Game 7, everyone's going to be like, OKC's oh, back. And they're going to get crushed. That's my opinion. Like <laughs> I can see that happening, though. Yeah. Honestly, like honest. And then Paul George, like I said, you think he's going? We, to he's going. I have no doubt. It is over.
1: <laughs> my thing is with that. Do you like the Lakers roster right now? Do you like any of the players on like the Lakers? I like
0: Kuzma. Team? I don't like Ingram. I think Ingram's winning local for no, I'm, just kidding, I'm just What kidding. about Alonzo? Do you like I think Alonzo's a good player. I, think- I would never want Alonzo on my team
1: because of the dad, but... He's a fanat. He's a good player, though.
0: I think he's okay. I don't think he's great. He reminds me of Rubio. Ricky okay. Rubio. Okay. Like, yeah, like, he kind of reminds me of Ricky Rubio because can't shoot, mm-hmm. good passer, pretty good defensive instincts, mm-hmm. overall solid. Yeah, yeah, overall, so he's better athlete than Rubio, but my problem is just that, oh my god, the dad. <laughs> the dad, yeah. We okay. were,
1: now, here's the thing, because you know the Lakers are going to give him a max, or they're going to give him a bunch of money. To me, Paul George is a good player, but I would I think he's like a third-tier superstar level. Like, you know, you have tiers of superstars. You have LeBron, Kawhi, Anthony Davis as tier one. You got tier two. I think he's like a tier three. I would not want to build my team around Paul George as the number one option because, as you saw in Indiana, when he... C- and when he was in Indiana, he never took that team to the NBA Finals. And, they, yeah, they went to two Eastern Conference Finals, but that wasn't Paul George at his prime. It was, like, younger Paul George. He had David West there. He had Roy Hibbert. He had a Those bunch of good players. Those were the best seasons
0: of his career, though, and a lot of people forget after the injury he hasn't really been the that's, same player. That's the thing.
1: I would not give Paul George a
0: max. Okay, you're stupid. You think Paul George is a number yeah, one option. I, I would not give him a number one option, but I think not a lot of – number two options don't have Max's in the NBA. So, like, I think the Lakers' plan, I mean, it's obvious. They, they want LeBron and Paul George together. But here's the problem. You don't make it obvious. The Lakers, just a really stupid front office. A lot of people aren't, like, talking about them as if they're great, but, like, drafting Lonzo over mm-hmm. Tatum. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, they didn't really
1: have a point guard, though. Jordan Clarkson was there, and D'Angelo Russell was a hothead, too.
0: Yeah, D'Angelo mm-hmm. Russell. That's another guy, like, I would not... You could not pay me enough to take on D'Angelo Russell. Mm-hmm. I'm not a Russell fan at well, all. I have a question. So, and this is also my hot take, is about
1: Boogie. Yeah. Right? If you're the Pelicans, I don't think you should give up Max. I think you should let him walk. Torn Achilles is yeah, not an that's, injury. That, you want to mm, screw yes. on him with So, If you're the Pelicans, do they have enough money to sign another player? Let's say they don't go after Boogie. They How much do they not. Have, they don't have money? Oh, damn. I was going to say, they should go after Paul George. <laughs> but... <laughs> But, okay, so, for a boogie instance, what team do you think should sign a boogie? Because,
0: honestly, he might you to approve it, you. I deal. won't tell you a team that should, but I'll tell you a team that will offer him the max. Who? Washington Wizards. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, I yeah, think that, that like, sense. because John
1: Wall... Well, wants that it. that that team has reached its peak as in but that's the thing. what they're I was going to
0: say what a trade that a lot of people I saw mentioned on Twitter and actually I took a step back mm-hmm. and I'm like that makes a lot of sense. What would they have to give up to Beale get him? for Cousins. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like honestly just straight up that that makes, that makes sense. sense. It that really does. does. Like honestly or even if you want Porter and First will say sign and trade for Cousins. Like here's the thing, what does it do for the Pelicans? Give some great shooter, yeah, who's pretty steady player, he's inconsistent, but he's pretty mm-hmm. steady. And they have just terrible wing players. And right, then your really start your starting lineup next season, you know, is if you retain everybody is Rondo, okay. Holiday, Let's say Porter, Porter, Porter Davis, Davis, and, and probably Mirch. That's not bad. That's a pretty good starting. Yeah, yeah, that's that's not
1: bad at all. And then for the Wizards standpoint, I mean, you know Boogie's been a hothead his whole career, but when he was with John Wall in Kentucky, they played extremely well together and I think John yeah. Wall would be that presence that
0: would steer him into not being also, crazy. Also, you just... You, you, John Wall is that guy that you just... you I've never sold on him as being a championship-winning point guard. Really? I, yeah, I think that he's... Well, he's my favorite player, but <laughs> I, I don't get that. He's a franchise I point guard, though. I don't get that. Like, really? I don't get the people that say that he's better than Kyrie Irving. Like, he, to me, he's not. But, like, I think that, like... I think John Wall is a, the best
1: pure point guard in the league when, in the standpoint of getting his teammates involved and stuff. But here's my problem. He's, my not, he's, he's not, not, not a
0: leader. Player. Like I watched him, like Game Seven against the Celtics. Yeah. That team, I mean, let's face it, that team fell apart down the stretch yes, that game, and he yes. shot zero for eleven in the fourth quarter. But I don't think it's.
1: I don't think you also just blame John Wall on that standpoint. I like am partially.
0: They, he played terrible. De- like here's the thing about John Wall. But you know, he doesn't try on defense, which really would piss me yeah, off. If yeah. I were, like when, like, let's say when this guy is engaged, that's one thing. When he's engaged,
1: he's phenomenal.
0: Probably, I put him third. In the best point guard, best point guard. maybe yes. above Kyrie when he's engaged, when he's engaged. Mm-hmm. But he has games where he gets outplayed by rookies, mediocre guys. Just like the Wizards, the Wizards will constantly lose to sub five hundred teams. I think it's be, it's just
1: when your best player and your second best player have a bad chemistry and don't like each other. I just think you can't win like that. Yeah, that's the thing. That's they the problem. Have to,
0: that's the thing. They have to get rid of Beal.
1: Or well, I heard I heard they're gonna get rid of Wall and if they do that I think they're stupid if you think you can build a team around the brand. Well, I, yeah,
0: again, if you get rid of Wall, then get rid of Beal, get rid of everyone. Blood exactly. That, that's what you're gonna and, do. And, do. and the but, thing is, you know
1: what? If this is, I think they've reached their ceiling of of potential. Like, I thought last year that was their best chance to get to an Eastern Conference Finals or get to an NBA Finals, and you saw they didn't even get to the Eastern Conference Finals; they just fell apart. Um so
0: uh that that that's it (laughs) we 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 went through a lot of good discussion today i'm gonna do one final thing and i'm gonna have one quick topic at the end and that um the next podcast will be about lebron's free agency because we've kind of danced around this a little bit Mm -hmm. like and what he's gonna do but i mean like i said i i'll I'll we'll let you know the next podcast Spoiler alert, I'm gonna pick a, the team I think he's gonna to go to is not the team you expect. It's it but I mean, well they're very well rumored for him, but it's mm-hmm. not the team you're gonna expect. Yeah. That the team that not the team that every single ahem obnoxious fan is saying, I'm not gonna name that team's fan base, but we've already talked about them. But I think it's 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 gonna be interesting. So, yeah, if you have anything else to say, uh go mm-hmm. ahead. Not really. Dear Knicks, please get a good coach. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. That's it. Thank you for joining us on the BX Basketball Podcast.